What's up, everyone? This is Gio with another episode of the podcast. Today, we got a very, very, very special edition of uh, Smoking from the Sidelines. This is the end of the year award show. Fucking it's part of the fucking show. Uh, today, we got some very good guests. I got Alexis on the right side of me. What's up, Alexis? What's up? I got Richard across. What's good, bro? What's happening? And then I got Kenny across as well. What's good, brother? What's up, dude? So, fucking, this was actually one of the craziest years, just in general. And then to go on to being, like, one of the craziest years as far as, like, MMA goes, we had, like, I would say this is probably one of the best years just as far as, like, the UFC has gone, just, like, with the quality of the fights that they've brought out. Go ahead, Ali. (laughs) I can hear him, like, groaning. Go. Go. (laughs) So, just, like, with MMA, it was one of the best years, like, I would say that UFC has grown, like, I'd probably say they've grown so much, maybe even like twice in size this year, just as far as like their revenue sources. I feel personally, I don't know about you guys, but uh, what do you guys think about this year with the MMA and UFC and everything? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, more than anything, I think it brought a lot of exposure to the UFC. Sure. Just because it was the only sport that was going on when when the whole pandemic and shutdown started. So just so much people that never would have watched any sporting event or excuse me, they, they never would have watched the UFC were just, so they just wanted to watch a sporting event and yeah. that's what the UFC bought. And they put up really good cards at first when the, when the shutdown happened. And I think it just helped them. I mean, shit, it was fucking eyes. Tony and Gaethje, the first fight back. So I mean, that was like a, and that card was stacked too. Yeah. The, yeah, for sure. It was Ninganu and, um, <laughs> What was it Ro- Ro- Rosa? Strike. Oh my God, bro. I seen the highlights of that fight the other day. And it was just like, Nganu just came in and just like wildly started like throwing haymakers. No give, like no fucks if you got hit back. You know what I mean? His chin was like flying high in the air the whole time and shit. What'd you think about the year, bro? Um, I mean, as wild as the year was, I feel like the quality of fights weren't there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a handful of fights that were like, oh, damn, that was a banger. But it wasn't like 2019 and 18 and the years prior, you know, where you had every month you had for sure. Like, damn, that was a banger ass fight. Whereas like, you know, we're being in like being in Vegas, like hurt a lot of the uh, main events. You know, shit was falling out. Your even co-mains were falling out or even fights that were like, uh, uh, featured prelims were falling out and you're like fuck dude so and you can see like the, the ufc is trying to remain afloat by putting together these kind of washed down cards yeah honestly watered super watered down cards yeah. where guys are that are matched up or even like yeah they're getting finishes and you're like damn that was a good finish but it's like dude look at the quality of opponent he, he had and it wasn't you know as far as quality wasn't the greatest but given that you know the bullshit that we had a uh, endured throughout yeah. the year. I mean, I think it was like a solid B plus, you know, um, like if you were to look at every main event, uh, of the week, you could, you could probably be like, all right, this month was probably like an A minus yeah, or this, this was a B plus or oh, you know, one month was like cracking. Like when we were on fight Island, every fucking, yeah. Like the first yeah. month of every fight Island was, was, cracking. was cracking. Yeah. So, um, I mean, as, as far as the year as a whole, I give it a solid B plus. Okay. What about you, Alex? What do you think? I thought it was a pretty good year. I mean, COVID obviously had some fights canceled, but I thought this year was probably going to be the one of Tony Khabib, but unfortunately, you know, a pandemic, a fucking (laughs) pandemic, you know. But now that we've seen uh, Charles versus Tony, I don't know if I want to see that anymore. But but it was it was a solid year. Some names really like stepped up and like 
uh, fucking like took the chance like that. Not everybody was able to fight, so fuck it, I'm gonna I'm fight again, you know. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, honestly. And, like, even what you said, like, we seen Charles versus Tony, so now we didn't want to see it. And, like, even when I seen Gaethje versus Tony, I was like, oh, man, like, that was just, like, the fight we were looking to for, forward to for so long, and then it gets, like, completely broken up devastatingly just by this guy getting, like, swept away in a fight pretty much. Like, the fifth round, too, for him to get finished in the fifth round was, like, the cherry on top, you know, because it's not, like... Not like he had just an impressive performance the whole way through and went to decision. Like yeah. he had a pr- impressive performance and then he finished Tony. And then we seen Tony get finished essentially again. You know what I mean? Like, like it feels like he got finished again, even though he fucking he survived. He lost. Yeah, he survived, but it felt like he lost like, like decisively again against Charles just because of the manner in which he lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, just what a rough year for Tony. You know, yeah. he went from being like the he's like on a fifteen twelve. And streak something like that exactly like 13 and or some shit everybody wanted to watch him fight everybody 12. wanted to see <laughs> you that guys fight. are all adding fights oh, <laughs> and we went 15, i think it was 14, 23 fights. <laughs> <laughs> i was close i was tw- one away yeah um dude i'm i think this year just there was a lot of letdowns you know just in whole you're like oh damn i wanted to see this fight oh damn and you know and it, it materialized and then fucking covid you know yeah. and it's like even the last uh, main event of the year, you know, it was supposed to be Chimaev and Edwards. That's something that was like, like, uh, people were looking forward to it. Yeah. Not only that, but it was like rankings implications, you know, like it oh, had, gosh. it had, uh, you know, some, some that, you know, we were looking the backstory and shit. We were looking into like, well, what is Chimaev real deal? You know, yeah. like, yeah, he's, he's finished three people in the UFC, but he's, they're kind of scrums, you know, like, uh, so like, I don't know. I just think, uh, to like the to end the year off with uh, Neil and uh, Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy yeah, was the greatest. But I think uh, overall, I mean, like what stuck out to you for the year? Like what were the big, big, big events? So I wouldn't know if I would say like the biggest events, but like some of the big things that stuck out was just like the change in how the game has been played. Like this year, like it was not so much the crowd having a big effect into the fights or like the ability like to make, I feel like cause sometimes the crowd would play a big part into how the fights being fought, like the pace of the fight, like what judges or like what referees allow, what judges also accept. Like it changed up the game so much to me. And like just even being able to watch the fight and just like complete silence, like hearing it like that was just like a whole new level to me. I thought that was like one of my favorite things throughout this whole year is like, we've i felt like we got to hear a lot more of the fighters actually talking and like they're breathing through like hard times you know like because i wouldn't really like understand like when you're getting strangled i understand you're getting strangled right but like (laughs) now that you could actually hear them like gargle or like do shit like that you're like oh shit like this guy's like struggling to get through right now you know what i mean like it adds some sick shit to this but like i would say just event wise it's hard right because like the beginning of the year had like some sick fights. Like the the McGregor card was just cool because McGregor came back versus Cowboy, and then there was like the Joanna and fucking Israel Adesanya card. Like that was dope as fuck because that was like the last fight before like uh, everything happened and shit, right? Like so, I yeah. thought that was really cool. <sighs> Would you guys? Honestly, I'll reverse that question to you. What do you? What did you think personally was like? your favorite moments of the year? Cause like for me, it was a whole accumulation of things, but did you have like any moments specifically? Um, I, it, it, if you look back at the year, it was almost like a tale of, was the card really good or was it really bad? Yeah. Because there were so much fights that eventually ended getting canceled or getting postponed. 
you always had this like UFC pay-per-view card that all these fights eventually just reached. And it was just like this huge card. But there was also a lot of cards that because so many of the, the fights got canceled, they were just like these really, really weak fight night cards or like yeah. these really, really weak pay-per-view cards. I think the if you if you look at it overall, the content was there. You got you had really good fights. It's just that you didn't have the fights with the big names that were just so accustomed to getting. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, the the biggest thing this year was just like, uh, so the, the, the moment that that stood out to me was probably Habib beating Gaethje and retiring. retiring. I don't think there was a bigger moment I, in That's the beginning of the year. Connor head kicking cowboy was like yeah, a good way to start way. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best way to start the year off the car that even that card was really, really weak, even though it turned out to be really good. Yeah, it yeah. was very top heavy. Yeah. yeah. But 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 like there was nothing like especially from a diehard fan where you saw like how good Habib is. There was nothing better than Dude. like the moment that where like Habib triangle choked him and and even fired. like to being someone that wanted to doubt Habib and watch him lose. Like I wanted to watch him lose so bad, but then like <laughs> to go out there and to just like be Justin Gaethje the way he did, like so decisively, I was just like holy shit, like your next level kind of thing, you know? I'm like. I don't know. I'm really excited for the next year uh, to see if he actually even wants to come back against Connor or if he's just like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm out. Peace. Um, fucking let's get into these awards. Fucking first one that I can think of off the top of my head because I don't have the list in front of me uh, would be like a breakthrough fighter of the year. Wh- who did you guys think was like, I mean, we all value it differently, right? Like who had like the best fights, like the most success or who was someone that was like fresh on the, on your radar that made you be like, oh, this guy is dope. So, yeah, so, I mean, let's let's put some standards. So by breakthrough, does that mean as in they broke into the the top top 10 of the of the of the rankings? Or does it mean it was like a nobody guy that now is like a household name? I feel like to me, breakthrough fighter is someone who came from uh, not necessarily like being all oh, okay, I'm on the contender series and now all oh, boom, I'm ranked. Not, not that kind of like. You know, kind of like a similar story, I guess you could yeah. say, but not necessarily that, you know, that specific, but basically being from like a, a bottom of the card fighter to working your way up to being like, oh, damn, like, oh, I can't wait till so-and-so fights because the last few fights I've seen of his have been fucking sick. And now he's getting more opponents that, you know what, he's actually living up to that standard mm-hmm. of, you know, X, Y, and Z or however. So I think it's just someone that, like you said, it wasn't on the radar and then it's boom. Now it's like a big flashing dot on your radar. It's like, yeah. gotcha. oh, there has to be attention on this yeah. fighter because they brought the attention to themselves. You know mm. what I'm saying? They broke through, you know? My hard thing with that is like a lot of times I want to give it to people that have like championship or that made it to the championship level, you know, to fight for a belt or to do this, you know? But then it's like at but, the same time, like not a lot of people fought this year that were like big, big, important fights like that, you know? Typically, uh, you know, um, a breakthrough is... I feel like it's all done in one year, hmm. you know, rather than a title shot's not given to a person in one year, typically, you know what I'm saying? It's throughout the years and fighting through the ranks and shit like that. So I get what you're saying with that. Yeah. So I feel like what the only candidate for me with, with that would be Peter Yan, mm. just because he broke through, you know, um, <clears throat> and became champ, but 
you can kind of question his road on the way up there too. Yeah, because he fought a Uriah for the and just kind of like middle of the pack guys and and then... yeah, he's about to throw strokes on your arm, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 whoa, 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 his heart's yeah. fucking going right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has a scent on him. Yeah, you smell like something, bro. Look, and he's like, mm, let me at him. All right, you're gonna have to go away, buddy. <laughs> Ollie, hey, go to the room. But yeah, Jan was one that popped up in my head too. Um, but. Yeah, but the. You know, I feel like it just doesn't fit certain, uh, you know, other criteria, yeah. at least in my eyes. But I think Jan's a good one. I think when when I first thought about it, I thought it was like Chemayev. That's it. Yeah, that's a easy shit. That's too, a good one. But there's because only Chima- there's one for me. Exactly. So Chemayev only fought three times this year. But his fourth fight, if he would have actually fought, would have been against the number one guy in the yeah. division. So that guy went from nobody knew who Chemayev was to nobody wanted to fight Chemayev yeah. and potentially be in the top of the division. Yeah. So people people knew who Peter Yan was. Even in the beginning of the year, they knew that Peter Yan was going to fight for the title eventually. Whereas Chemayev came out of nowhere and now is a household name. Yeah, yeah. he had like you know, a that's big, big chance. Boom, yeah. he hit like all the criteria right there. You know, mm, yeah. nobody knew about this guy. Made his debut and he was what, like 7-0, and 8-0? So you're like, oh, this guy doesn't even have an experience. Went out there and showed like, oh shit, you know what? This guy's manhandling people. And then, and he has a mouth on him, like, oh, okay. But like, he, you know what the what thing is with that one is like, like the people he fought at the same time. You know, it's like it's like why people want to cr- discredit uh, Kevin Holland for the same reason. Like yeah. the people he fought and the people he washed, like he washed them so easy. But at the same time, you really look at him. I one feel, had no takedown yeah, defense. My, uh, the other I think one's that's a heavy my striker. vote for breakthrough uh, fighter. I feel like Kevin a strong Holland. candidate. Kevin yeah, it's crazy because I literally wrote like Jan and Chimaev as like my other like candidates. Uh. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, it's probably Kevin Holland for me just because he fought so many times and like impressively won those fights too. Like not just like easy. It wasn't easily some of them, but like you get like one decision win or something like that. Yeah. And then On- like his other like First round finishes. He finishes. He finished Jacare. He finished that other guy too. When he that fucked was up his damn neck. impressive. Yeah. So the like, I, personally, yeah. I think Jacare or sorry, fucking Kevin Holland is actually my breakthrough fight of the year. Just because the fact like I get where you're coming from with Jan, and then I also understand the Chimaev thing. But like to me, like he just became my personal like a fighter that like I I would want to watch his fight before, but now I'm for sure like tuning into his fight to see what's gonna have like what he has going on. I'm gonna watch his post fight interview, his pre fight interview. See what he's going to talk about because he, like, brings so much attention to himself now, you know? And, like, now that he has that win over Jacare, like, he got himself into, like, the same thing that Jan did, you know? Like, getting himself into that next tier. He was active as fuck the whole year, and then he got himself into this next tier where now, like, I feel like the fights that are lining up ahead of him have to be people that matter, you know? It can't be fucking bullshit no more, you know? You can't get someone that's just debuting again after fighting fucking Jacare, you know what I'm saying? I mean, let me ask you this then. So if he's the breakthrough, because I think he is a good candidate mm-hmm. for it. Would you rather watch Kevin Holland fight Izzy or would you rather watch Chemayev fight Usman? And who would put up a better fight in those fights? Hey, honestly, I really think that fucking Holland would put up a really good fight against fucking Izzy just because of the fact that he has like that jujitsu game. And I know his jujitsu is, I personally feel like it's going to be levels above Izzy right now because like Izzy is, a, I don't even think he's a purple belt right now. And um, Holland has been a black belt under Travis Luter for, like, quite some time already. You know what I mean? And, like, he, he was getting, like, sub-submissions, like, kind of threatened on him with, like, Jockery, like, just as yeah, far as position goes. But too. he was throwing those defensive submissions up. And Jockery is, like, known as, like, a fucking legend in jiu-jitsu, I feel like. He's even going to open up his own school. But, like, Chimaev, like, I don't know yet. 
Like, I yeah. still don't know yet. Even though, like, Kevin Holland, I don't know completely yet. I feel like I know a little bit more about Holland than I know about Chimaev. Because I've seen Holland fight against Jago Santos. And I haven't seen Chimaev fight against, like, nobody yet, really. You know what I mean? Like, the one guy I seen him have problems with was in, like, that other promotion. And then he knocked him out in the second round. You know what I'm talking about? Where he was, like, having his takedowns, like, stopped and stuff? Yeah, Chimaev has, like, from what we've seen so far, has no weakness. Yeah. From what we've seen so exactly, far. Exactly, yeah. Every fighter's going to have something. I think... I don't. I mean, it's kind of us. Uh, we're getting a little sidetracked, but I don't think Holland has any chance against Izzy right now. I think the striking levels are mm. completely different, and his BJJ might be better, but there's zero percent chance that Murphy. Kevin Holland takes Izzy down. Izzy's defense is so good already, mm. and Holland's not the type that goes for takedowns. And there's no way he true, gets it true. down, and Izzy, Izzy, Izzy pieces him up on the feet. But yeah. that's sidetracked. Side yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So my breakthrough fighter. I think off the top of my head, when I thought breakthrough fighter, oh, was, it was Ian Yan. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. no. Oh, I, no, I was just that saying was like, someone that could. Be... It was just an example. Oh, okay, that, okay. okay. <laughs> I can see how you, you thought. like made the like, argument for Yan. No, 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 no. Yeah, I thought. I thought. No, I no, because remember, yeah, you said that uh, to you. To who would like? How would it be? The champs would be the breakthrough fighter, mm-hmm. whoever makes you know makes it to the belt and wins it, or whatever. Right? I think the two to me when I thought a breakthrough fighter, I thought instantly I thought Gilbert Burns. Mm. You know, and that was like, oh, that was my strong lean. Then afterwards, I started thinking, you know what? It's Davison Figueredo. Yeah, you know, could, we, I feel like he would put on a lot of these awards too because he had not, a really good year. Not only did he, had four he fights? yeah, he had three, I believe. But he was, was, yeah, wasn't, jo- wasn't he had Didn't he fight him twice this year? Yeah, he fought. Oh yeah, yeah, twice, twice, twice. Oh, so he fought Joseph twice, and then he beat. Oh, so he did have four fights. Because he, he beat Joseph oh, twice. Just, he beat I think Joseph. he just didn't no, make yeah. weight so the first time. Yeah, so he didn't, it didn't it count. It wasn't a championship, yeah, but he so, knocked him out or something. So, yeah, yeah, he knocked him out. Um, and then he <laughs> choked him out savage the second time. And then so he fucking submits Alex. My, my reasoning for um, Figueredo with, with coincides with the, the making it to the championship and winning it is um, he was finished. He not only is the division that was being talked about throwing away it in the trash. They're cutting it like, you know what? Is this division even worth saving anymore? Yeah. Is it making any money? Credit to Sohudo to leave it in the in the limelight that it was in. But to carry the torch, I think D- Davidson came from being uh okay, yeah, he was an undefeated fighter and yeah, he was kind of kind of a big name at, at, in the flyweight, but he wasn't the name. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and then when he got that loss, it was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, now the shine's off of him. Mm-hmm. And then he just broke through this year, beating, finishing everybody. He finished uh, Joseph. Uh, he finished uh, Alejandro. And then had a, a fight of the year uh, candidate uh, with Brandon Moreno. So, uh, to me, I think a Figueredo is the breakthrough fighter because now, the not only the people that weren't familiar with the weight class are familiar with the top dog and the champion because he's, you know, in one of the biggest, he can become one of the biggest stars. No. Yeah. And in, in the UFC, right that now. makes a lot of sense too, especially cause if right after Suhudo left, if I feel like if the belt would have just been up person to person, like next person that wins it, next person that wins it, nobody really want to care about the division so much as to right now. Like it's like, Oh, Davison, like is someone going to beat Davison or is he going to be able to like hold stick it. it through again? Yeah. Like hold the belt for quite some time and like maybe have a couple of defenses, I mean, like some DJ there was shit. talks of, uh, him being like another DJ or another uh, another Aldo, you know. Um, so I think I think he has potential. I mean, he's still working out holes in his game. 
yeah. which is crazy, you know, like uh, that fight against Brandon, I feel like, oh shit, he had, like, he adapted well, you know, like, mm-hmm. even though I felt like towards the end of the fight it was a little bit towards Ber- Moreno, um, but I felt like he dictated the fight pretty well and, and uh, he, he stayed alive when he needed to, you know. All right, all right. Well, fuck. Let's go into the next one. I would probably want to say is uh, we'll go to I would say like the least important stuff first. So let's go to like coach of the year. If you guys have a coach of the year, I couldn't think of much coaches. Yeah, so this one was hard to me because I didn't feel like I seen too many faces quite often. As I'm before, not you know, like to the point where I know coaches either too. So like. <laughs> Just whichever ones pop up on like embedded or something. That's you why know, you like, got Trevor Whitman and Eugene Berryman, yeah. huh? But they're good. You know what I mean, they are. That, they're good they're two solid ones. Uh, Drew Dober came in hot this year. I'd probably, I'd probably go, go like. Um, hmm, that's a tough one because I'd I'd say Trevor Whitman. He has Usman and Rose and Gagey. Just for the record, yeah. So those so are his three. I was going Trevor. That's first yeah. first stop. And then he has Drew Dober, and he had a couple Drew other. Drew did good this year. Other couple guys come up from um, Elevation Fight Team. Uh, he has Curtis Blades, who's been on a hell of a run. Nobody oh, wants yeah. to fight Curtis because they know his style. Um, so that's my that's my was my first stop. And then I started thinking, well, he had a lot more fighters fight, but did he have a lot more like fighters win? You know, I think I'd probably lean towards like. Um, I don't know. He probably safe. Saud was probably the, my next was get, my next guess, but I mean Neil lost, um, and then earlier in the year, what's his name? Uh, he has a Superman chest. Uh, or oh yeah, chest. Uh, I know who you're talking about, but I forget his name. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd I'd go Trevor. Trevor Women. Uh, he had he has he had Usman for a while, uh, training for the Gilbert fight, and they, or he trained him for um, the Masvidal. Masvidal, uh pretty much. And then, um, yeah, you had Gaethje win the interim. You know, he had Rose come back and, and uh, avenge her loss. You know, Drew Dober coming up, getting a knockout against, uh, uh, was it Alexander Hernandez? Yep, yeah, and getting knockout. a big fight coming up against Makachev. Makachev, you know, so I think, you know, uh, Trevor's number one for me. That's a good choice. What do you what do you get, Richard? Yeah, my my coach of the year went one and one this year, but it was Latori Gonzalez. I <laughs> but, hey, I promise you I had her on my shit. I put yeah. Latori like <laughs> she really did have some great advice. And she was pregnant again. in the second one. Oh, oh what no. coach can say that? That's probably why you lost. Yeah. I, uh yeah. He was no. too worried about the baby. Interviews yeah. in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. No, but 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 in all seriousness, I I think you have to mention Eugene Berriman in this just because Izzy won his two fights this year. Volk. Volkanovski. Volk won. He, uh, he he's defended. Undefe- I think he's undefeated this year. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, because... Uh, well, did he fight Max twice this year or was that... Oh, you know that year? Shane guy. Once. Yeah, well, Shane lost and so did Kai. Kai Car France. Yeah, Kai, Kai lost Car, to Roy yeah. That's what I was thinking too because I was like, totally Eugene is like... That. Like in my head too, like and Hooker I, we, lost. Yeah, I was about to say if you want to finish your, the, oh, little, you know. But I was about to say yeah, like uh, Eugene was up in my head too, like uh, one of the top guys. But then I'm like, oh man, he did have like Hooker lose, he had Kai lose, and then like the only person I could think of was like Trevor, like his big big fighters ended up having like a pretty successful year, you know, as opposed to like, even though only Izzy and Volk like came up strong. I guess like he won the they're, he they're won the champs. championship fight. Yeah, right? they're two and, champs and, and they defended Dell. like. Everdell, I feel like, and they had Carlos Oldberg to come up, yeah. get signed from the Contender Series. Yeah, yeah. I I um, think Eugene Behrman's definitely in the in in the mix, but I would go Trevor Whitman just mm-hmm. because Behrman did. 
Also, he won it last year. So yeah. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. give it to him two years in a row. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think Trevor Whitman kind of is like the household coach name now. Mm-hmm. And it was almost it was almost cemented 2020. Um, oh, yeah. I, I agree with that, honestly. Trevor Whitman's probably, I mean, just with the fighters he has, so he like Rose has a chance to fight for a belt. Quick sidetrack right here. Um, Did you guys hear about like the whole Dana, how he said that Rose doesn't want to fight for the belt? So and how annoying. Pat Barry ended up coming out saying, like, that's not even true. Like, we've never fucking said that. That's just Dana being. Yeah, just be <laughs> yeah, like, just they don't want to fight every time, like, they they don't accept the contract. And that's Pat that's Barry like, being Pat Barry, not letting Rose talk for herself. Yeah. Deal, so. yeah. But who are they? Who's she going to fight? Oh, it's a Cookie Monster, right? That's who they want to put uh, Way Lee Zing I, I think they're trying to just put. Oh, Carla yeah, they Sparza. are. Carla Esparza. Oh, who shit. Wants they to are. See that they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who, who wants like, to see Like, for real, who the yeah. fuck? Nobody. And what would like it'd just be like Carla trying we to all, wrestle her, and that's it. We all know that's what Carla's gonna do is just try to take her down, and, and if she doesn't, it, and gas her out, <laughs> lay on her and gas her out. All right, so let's go to the next one. Um, comeback of the year. Well, you, the way you have it right here, I you just put like throw names up there. yeah, I was about to say because you have Adesanya on here. Uh, yeah. This is Glover Teixeira on here yeah. too. Cody Garbrandt or Cody Sanhagen? Uh, Garbrandt. Garbra, and then you have uh, Ortega, Brian Ortega. Yeah, Brian Ortega. Oh, because like sick. All right, I get what you mean with this. Um, oh, okay. So personally, okay, I okay. felt like comeback of the year to me was not like the person that had a bad year before and then came back and did sick. It was more like in the fight, who was losing, and then ended up coming back and having a big oh, okay. win. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take it like that. Yeah, but I'll accept yours still. Glover works for both of them. I, yeah, yeah yes. that works good. Yeah, yeah. He almost got yeah. finished in the by, first round. Yeah. yeah, he almost got finished by um, what's his, the, the uh, Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith and uh, the Brazilian guy. The uh, who else did he fight? Santos. Santos. Yeah. Oh, Thiago. Almost, yeah, in the beginning too. He yeah, almost got finished right. by both those fights and came back and was. Oh, he's like the true comeback. <laughs> yeah. And he also came from losing to. Uh, last year, we were, and so he went on his two fight win streak, and now he's in title contention. Like mm-hmm. he's a, a perfect example of comeback fighter. Of the I, yeah, I like that candidate right there. To me, comeback fighter was uh for some reason I don't know. It was I was I was going along the lines of you know fight a fight like, losing and then uh, coming back. Yeah, it was uh, Dustin Poirier. Oh, was, that's a good example. That was my first one because. When I was watching their fight, because I remember I, I was drunk as fuck. I came over here to watch it with you guys, and I, I guess I finished watching it with you guys, but I don't remember. Oh, when you pass out? Right. <laughs> so when I woke up the next morning, I'm like, damn, I do not remember anything of the fight. So I watched it back, like, pretty much fresh, and I was like, oh, my God, Dustin's getting fucking molly whopped. Like, yeah. dude, he's, he's done. Like, especially after the second round, I was like, this dude almost got finished. If there was, like, another 10 seconds, it would have been over, you know? Yeah. And he said it himself too after the fight. He was like, "Dude, I was like, it seemed white." And it was like, ee. you know, like he was trying to collect his wits about him still. So, um, to go through that and then come out on top on in the third round or after three rounds, just do like a not a clean sweep, but like just a, a like a clean comeback. You know, when the last three rounds out, I think that was, uh, yeah, because I thought about it the same way you thought, and I think. A- just if you if you want like a fun fight to go back and rewatch that is a comeback. It's the the Benil Dariush oh, against the Darkar uh, Jakar Close. That's close. the one that came that up to was... my mind now that you guys explained it like well, that. But yeah. I wasn't sure if it was this here. I not. feel like that's not really a comeback because in the first round he had his back the whole round. Uh, Benil had Jakar's. Yeah. So in the second round, yeah, he got wobbled, 
but it was more like it was like an exchange, you know. So they were mm. both wobbling each other. Hey, but know? at the same time, he, uh, but that was one. Hell he of was a on skates. Game. Yeah, he was on skates for he a bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Renier went like, well, and then like he just started going forward after he felt like he injured him, he and then to finish him right on the oh corner too where they were, I was like, uh to me, it was this one. I'm actually trying to get a video to show you guys. It was a Trevin Jones versus Timur Valiev. Uh, Trevin Jones was getting his fucking ass beat the whole fight, and he ended up coming back big. Like he was losing to just some fancy strikes. That guy Valiev was throwing some heat, and Trevin Jones oh, had stepped in remember, like last minute as fuck. I remember this fight because the ref, they, people were talking shit like, "Oh, the ref he let him die out it. there." Yeah, and then he came back <laughs> yeah, and fucking yeah. won it. Yeah, because he crazy. was literally like in the corner. He had got hit with a massive body shot, and he was like, "Oh, like, like, kind of falling over." And then he ended up like being able to get himself up and recompose himself and then still go out and like get the finish. I thought that shit was like probably my comeback of the year, just as far as like he was so, so close and he ate that body shot so sick. And that guy, Valiev, is actually really good too. So I was actually pretty surprised by that. Or even com- if you want to talk about during the fight, the craziest comeback was two weeks ago, um, Ben Askren's son. Coming back oh, that with was the a crazy <laughs> against Peter Barrett, Chase yeah. Chase Hooper third, was getting. Yeah. Was that in the third? Well, round every fight this dude gets it the was. snot beat out of him, and then he comes back and fucking throws up some hail mary fucking <laughs> that was submission. A complete comeback because that yes. was he was getting absolutely smoked. Yeah, he was getting ate apart, dude. I mean, that guy is not ready. I mean, that that boy, he, he just turned 21. He's still a boy, I think, you know? like. But, yeah, I think we uh, all give dude. this one to, to Glover. And both. I like Glover as a strong candidate. Um, also, I mean, if you're going along the lines of, like, Alexis' criteria, mm. I actually like Brian Ortega. Oh, Because okay. of yeah. the long layoff and all the shit that was being talked on him, is his head in it anymore? Is he even good? There was all kinds of negative shit on there. He came back and fucking almost finished zombie like two or three times in the fight, bro. That shit was fucking insane. His striking looked way better. He mm-hmm. just looked like he came back and was a completely different fighter. So I, when he mentioned that in that in that aspect, I think that was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Number That's winner right there. That's yeah, I can Brian say he Ortega. had a really big one, too, especially being that like the fight that he went out on was being fucking demolished by Max and he was on undefeated. a striking fight. Yeah, in a striking fight too, like a striking battle. And then you're going to fight a guy like Korean Zombie who's pure striking, who's going to just come out at you with like pure pressure, pure even though it's not the cleanest. Heat. It's just Yeah, it's yeah. just he like, it's just he's coming at you. And like, I thought the pressure was going to be too much for him. But then he ended up coming out with like a super clean display of just his striking. And I was like, Top, top. That was a good way to come back, honestly. Even, <clears throat> even Whitaker, too. Whitaker lost his yeah, belt. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Oh, shit. That's, you know, that's mm-hmm. a great two candidate. Fight and, and two fights to come back against. Darren Till yeah. and Jared Kananier. Two Those killers. Two killers. Yeah. And he fucked them up, dude. Yeah, he On, fucked up Especially Kananier. Yeah. You seen his arm in that picture? Was, even his eye. He was like, like separated, bro. That yeah. shit was crazy. Yeah, honestly. So, Whitaker is pretty damn good, I think, yeah. because he came, same thing. He got his ass whooped. Got finished and was like, oh, is his head in it anymore? Mm-hmm. And this and that. He took a long layoff. And then it was just like, you know, it was just a lot of negative talk around him. Came back oh. in a positive way. And now he's like in contention again for yeah. a title. So, fuck, dude. A comeback fighter. It, depending That's a hard on, one, huh? Depending on the criteria, dude. Yeah. I, it just The only thing is everybody thought Glover was washed. 
Yeah, and, dude. And he's like what, fucking forty one. Yeah, I accept. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I accept the Glover one. The only thing too is like the two like faults I would say with it is like, oh, Anthony Smith hasn't been looking so good lately, Fuck. you know. That and then wild. Thiago just came off a of surgery, but then at the same time, Thiago's such a killer on the feet, but he's fucking trash as we've seen on the ground, you know. Yeah. But still, the storyline, Thiago coming or Glover coming back and just like being able to put out such good performances as the old age that he's at, like, you kind of want to give him a shot, you know, against, like, fucking Jan, even though it could be, like, some crazy shit that goes down right there. Um, So the next thing that I would say would be, like, upset of the year. What was your guys' upset of the year? Like, fight that also, again, depending on your criteria. Um, I have, like, a, I didn't really have this fight on here. Know. Alexis put Max versus Valk. Yeah, uh, as an upset, upset of the year. I was pretty upset about to that. To me, yeah, I was about to say, quite, <laughs> quite personally, you were upset I was upset. <laughs> yeah. If it was like a fight that I'm actually like me, I was upset at. I was upset at that because I thought Max won, you know, like the second fight, I thought Max he won. won. Like, and then I was like, oh, for him to get the loss, I was pretty sad about that. But what did you guys think was your personal upset of the year? And that, that one's hard. That's a tough one. It's but hard. Yeah, I, I agree. This one, I, I really had to think about it. But I think the biggest upset of the year was Jan beating, well, Jan winning the championship yeah, against, against Reyes. Too. Yeah, because, I had Reyes like thinking he, Reyes was gonna like whop, like Molly whop his ass pretty much, like mm-hmm. nothing. And yeah, because got, Reyes looked so good against John. so it was almost like, and we thought Reyes beat. Yeah, um, John. John. So yeah. it was like he almost passed the tor- torch, and it was like his first title defense. At least you can make a narrative for that. Yes. But Jan came in and he looked really good. I think Reyes maybe wasn't as prepared as he should have been, and mm-hmm. he looked bad, and he 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 upset. But yeah, a, a lot of me thought that Reyes was very much overlooking Jan because yeah. the way he was talking up until the press, like like the whole time, I was like, oh yeah, I think Reyes is gonna win. I think he's gonna be the quicker striker of the two, being able to like hit him with better shots. But then. Um, as a fight week started going on and I was hearing his interviews, everything was so based around like your last fight with John, like when you almost won the title, like you, a lot of people thought you won, you know? And he was kind of like, Oh yeah. Like I thought I won too. Like I thought I did enough. Like, like if he was already kind of champion to me in my eyes and I was like, he's like kind of like looking past Jan and what Jan has like, cause Jan honestly, even like, uh, I think he's fucking good. Like, he surprised me. Even being, like, maybe a breakthrough fighter of the year, he could have potentially been. Like, because just, like, I didn't expect Jan Blahowitz to be a guy that I was like, damn, this fool has power, finishing power. Not just that. Like, John couldn't even do this to Reyes. And then Jan came out there and put the fucking beating on him and, like, had him on skates that second round. It was a second, third round. Dude, and his nose broken as fuck, too. Busted to shit, yeah. It was just his rib. He was all bruised. Oh my God, right away, too. Like, maybe second kick, first kick, you already see that, like, bruising. Well, welted up. So, like, the power he has for sure, like, it's Polish power. It's really there. You know what I mean? Like, I like that one, too. I I, I definitely like that one. Um, For me, I think the one that was, like, like, to this day, I think it still leaves like a damn. Like, it changed. It changed this fighter's tra- uh, trajectory. It changed this fighter's uh, outlook from the fans. And to me, it has to be Sugar Sean O'Malley. That is probably the biggest upset of 2020 to me because Sean O'Malley was being hyped up. You know, he was like the next. Some people McGregor. were comparing him to Connor. Yeah, yeah but I say so, McGregor esque. So, thing, you know, and he was undefeated. and He was finishing everybody. So he was like this guy, and his and his striking is flashy. 
it's good, you know, and it's he's just not as good as he thinks he is, you know, and that's yeah. what was the biggest upset to to his fans, and I think to to um, to himself, yeah. you know, he was like, oh shit, you know what, like I'm I'm not as good as I'm I thought I was. Or I'm pretty fragile, or I don't. However, you know, he I didn't mean, take it well. yeah, he's still like to this day. He's still not taking it well because yeah. Cheeto just lost last week, and, and he's, he's like, like, oh yeah, see, like I'm still yeah, undefeated, undefeated, like, da, 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 you know, like Cheeto sucks. How are you like, undefeated? By <laughs> the, got knocked like, out, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once he got hit with that elbow over the top, I was like, oh shit, he's he's hurt. Like bro, his eyes kind of went back, hurt. and he kind of stiffened up, and he was like, mm. yeah, like, yeah. Saved it from a knockout, pretty much. TKO. It was a TK, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. The reason I don't think the O'Malley one is an upset necessarily. Like, I get it from from like a marketing point of view. Like, it is an upset, but it wasn't really an upset because it was a step up in competition. Because yeah. before before that he had he before that he hadn't he hadn't fought any big names. And Cheeto was like, it, people were people thought that Cheeto had a chance against him. Yeah. So they disrespected a, Cheeto too. Yeah, and it so it wasn't really from from my vantage point. It wasn't an upset just because it was. When I looked, when it when it boiled down, like, oh, this is a pretty close fight. Yeah, when I looked at Cheeto, I thought the same. I was like, Cheeto is not a slouch. Like, yeah. like O'Malley's good, and he has the potential too. But like at the same time, if he like overlooks him the way he did, and like, I, but the leg thing was so unpredictable. Like, I didn't expect the injury to happen, which was just like so out of pocket. You know, like, I I think it was kind of not a like not a freak thing, but it was, you know, O'Malley looked better in the cage. Mm. He got hit with a leg kick that unfortunately it disabled him, and that's what you took. He and and Marlon being an experienced veteran, he hopped on a, a opportunity and yep. he he seized it. You know, so um, and even his fight against uh, Aldo was gun shy, you know, and he wants to sit there and like well, I'll be all surprised about the decision, but it's like, dude, you you didn't put on the gas until it was too late, and by then Jose's fucking putting the gas on too, you know, so it's like. Um. Yeah, you're about, get, you're about to get second high. So I was about to say you're about to get second high high right now. Hey. You're about to get second hand high. You're about yeah. to get HOC. You know, high on contact. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a Kendrick Lamar song. <laughs> um, but you know another one that people forget, and I think it's a pretty big upset. Um, and because it, it was so early on, was uh, Roxanne Modafferi versus uh, Macy Barber. Oh, I almost for, I forgot that it happened that was this on, year. That was on the Connor card, Connor wasn't card. it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, is it an upset though if you get injured? Yeah. Same thing for like the Sean O'Malley. Injury. Like she tore her ACL. It's, it's but she really... fought the whole fight through, you know. So it's I'm not like... gonna lie. I think Montefiore would have won either way. I really uh, think she would have won either way. I don't know why. Like, I just thought she was looking better out there. And then the knee injury happened, and then I was like, oh, okay, like she's done for well, the now. Knee you know? injury. Oh, my fault. And then even then, didn't didn't. Montefiore like jump on her and like kind of like ground and pound her the rest of the fight like it wasn't really on the feet was it like because no, the I, fight was on the feet or on the ground I mean so like in my head I'm like either way like I guess she would have gotten out of certain positions you know but still like Montefiore was going in there kind of like lined up to be someone that Macy was just gonna smash through and get to her like like a Sean kind of thing you know like building her up and shit like making yeah. her the next thing like so I, I, I see where you I see where you're coming from with that it's just, I, hard. it's just hard. Like I said, it's just hard to give it on an injury, right? Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. But it is upsetting. You're like, oh, shit. That, 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. That's that's a, I'm upset. That, that's like the Max Izzy and Yoel vote. fight. I yeah. want my money back because I'm that, upset. You know, that's upset of the year because that <laughs> yeah. upset everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my homegirls can't even go to Bella Noche. I'm upset. You know what I'm talking about, Alexis? No, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, shit. oh man. Freaky. It's that one. Uh, it's like an interview at some uh, nightclub after they get shot up at. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that was a joke that missed for sure. <laughs> you know, what would you guys say? What would you guys say would be your... All right, so there's four left, right? Male fight of the year, female fight of the year, fight of the year, and KO of the year. What do you guys want to go with first? KO of the year we should do last. Okay. What about, um, should we do fight of the year first, male fight of the year, or female fighter? Let's do female fighter. Let's do ladies first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so who is your guys' female fighter of the year? This one's not, this one's also not easy because... I think every, at least the champs, if you look at them, they all accomplish something really differently in their own yeah. in their own regards. If you look at Nunez, she just kind of continued to cement her legacy. As well as Shevchenko. Shevchenko, yeah. Two really easy wins. Shikagian and Maya. Yeah, against people that maybe now in hindsight weren't at her level. Um, but for me, it's Weili Zhang. I think she has the fight of the year. She be a really Joanna's the previous champion like or past champion before yeah, she's, like she's she's the longest rating female champion she did she hasn't she's not washed by any means and she she took her she she showed her true colors and she put up the fight of the year and she, to me she's a, the the female fighter of the year just on that one fight even yeah. though she only defended her belt once I feel that Alexis yeah. was having a hard time too he was saying um Kind of like mentioned what just because Mackenzie yeah, was probably the most active, just because like yeah like the female fighters like the big names or like the better fighters didn't weren't so active so yeah. like it's hard to choose one for me so I I just had like Valentina or or Wei Li but I'd probably <laughs> give it to I can't even know even now because like, I'm trying to think of which one was more impressive because like Valentina just pretty much dominated like normal but. And like that's impressive, round. right? Like, it's just yeah. that we know that Valentina could do that every she's single She's so fight. good. Like she's, she's so just good. A level above the people that are like right there with her, you know. So like when we compare her to like other fighters, we're comparing other fighters struggling with their competition. And we're not looking as far as yeah. like Valentina just like kind of sweeping through them, even though she just lost that one round, you know? Yeah, I think she might have fight twi- twice this year, did she? I'm she like, fought yeah. uh Shikagian Shikagian and, Maya. and Maya. Yeah, so I'd probably go with Valentina for my female fighter of the year. Just on the the two title defenses the two versus title one. What about you, Kenny? What would you go with? Two tight two for me. One better title defense means more than two mm. for this one because like I mean, Usman's felt like a cheap title defense. Yeah, like, even that one. Yeah, like, it, was, it was good, but it was like Mazadal, But like, I mean, we were all kind of expecting that either yeah. way, you know. And especially off him coming off like a short camp, like the wrestling thing. I knew that was going to be like. Kind of an excuse built in right away, like yeah. oh, I didn't have enough time to camp, you know, like train and shit. Even though he was training, you know. So, what would you say, Kenny? What would be your female fighter of the year if you had to choose? Uh, I'd say Lauren Murphy. Mm. Interesting um, choice. She's all her, all her. Uh, she's <laughs> she's been boasting about it. Uh, you know, ever since she won her last fight, all her all her wins have been ranked fighters. Um, she has four wins in a calendar year. Mm. Uh, or I don't know about a calendar year. Two, it might two be two in a calendar year, but four fight win streak, all ranked fighters, and uh, I think she's next for the title. So I think she's fighter of the year just because how active she's been, ranked opponents, and you know she's making a name for herself. So 
I think you can give it to Lauren Murphy in the sense of if you're going two two against ranked opponents, well, so did Shevchenko. And not only did she beat ranked opponents, she beat the number one opponent. So mm. there's no way I, that that you can give it or in just just by the means of like what does it mean to be like the the fighter of the year? Because yeah, but then impressive. that's the same thing too, right? Like like what do you like? Because we are we going to like what do you value as the male fighter of the year? Like do you value someone that's like been more active? Like because even then like it's like because like I would say like I value the championship a lot. You know like I do think uh, Zhang was probably like in my eyes I would say. As far as, like, the fight she had to win on paper, like, she won that fight, you know? It was the best <clears throat> title defense yeah. for the females. For females, yeah. Because it was, like, the sickest fight. Like the, the And the competition not only was, like, the fight good, but the competition she faced was, like, it's Joanna. You know, Joanna was so fucking great. Greatest great. of all times for the, for the females. Exactly. Even though I personally thought, though, that Joanna won that fight. Even though she had the the big ass hematoma on her fucking head, like the only reason I thought she won was just I thought she was landing like the more strikes. But every time that that Zang landed, the thing on her head was just so devastating oh that like it was just like a pride kind of thing. Like you see the damage, and like they're they're judging the fight more off the damage done in the fight rather than done like the whole rounds. You know, like per round. So um, yeah, I would say female fighter of the year. I could see arguments for each of you guys is honestly i'm gonna just be uh go against everything you guys say i'll just go mackenzie dern because mackenzie dern, <laughs> you know that was like, Whoa, that was yeah weird. yeah all right oh one i forgot about completely submission of the year what do you guys have as your submission of the year when all i right. think of the submission of the year i just think of that knee bar yeah me too adriana lipsky yeah, I couldn't remember her name, but I had knee bar. Ariane Lipsky. Hey, I have that. Intense. I have that same one. You know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. The I know what you're talking oh about. Oh my god! You know why though? Just because she was the impact at the of same it, time too. and she was trying to get like the other girl was trying to get a submission on her, and then for sure, for sure, that girl tore some shit in her knee, fucked her shit up completely. Like she the screams almost, she like, had, it was like, just so devastating. Like I don't know, uh, was it a verbal submission or did she tap? I no, I think she tapped. Yeah, she she screamed. I don't know if she even tapped. Yeah, she might have, but she screamed it right was away. A savage scream. I think uh, <laughs> a lot of refs. I think they say like once you scream, like they usually stop the fight. Like they don't let people just like scream like in pain. You know? Yeah, like they don't let that happen. Because I remember there was this fight where um, I think it was like one of the Gracies fought Sakuraba, and his arm was broken as fuck, yeah, and he was like trying Tony's. not to say shit, and like. The, the ref was like, yo, we need to stop this. Like, you broke your shit right now. Yeah. We're not going to continue this. Like, you know, not going to let yeah, this happen. Tony's looked fucking broken. Like, as soon as Charles put that, his arm under his, like, under his arm. Yeah, yeah, his armpit. That shit looked like he broke it right there. Yeah. He's still, like, five seconds left on the fucking clock. Yeah. Like, when I think of submission of the year, I think of, like, what is probably, I mean, we're not, none of us are BJJ practitioners. Yeah. But what looks like the most beautiful sequence we could see for a submission and I don't think there was any more beautiful submission than when Habib triangled Gaethje. Yeah, because yeah. that sequence was so smooth and yeah. just without, without any like resistance. resistance. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so just he didn't even. From an arm all right, you want to put like... me here? All right, go ahead, bro. I'll, uh, I'll it help was just you out. so fluid, bro. It was mm-hmm. so fluid yeah. and just like dominant. And the thing is that, like, I think some people try to take away the credit by saying, like, oh, Gaethje had no ground game. And I'm sure Gaethje's ground game isn't as good. But part of it's just because Khabib's ground game is that good. (laughs) Exactly. And so, for me, that's the submission. The knee bar was super nice. Mm -hmm. And that seeing her scream was, like, almost disturbing. 
but like the the BJJ <laughs> yeah. sequence was beautiful with Habib and yeah for and sure. Gigi. One of the other things I would say too would be like the uh, the last minute flying pretty much flying oh, triangle submission by uh, Jimmy Flake against Durden. That was a really good one just because the fact that like he kind of just did it on the fly and was like losing the fight. He was like down a couple rounds. Like it was actually I think it was second round that he ended up getting this, but in the first round he was getting essentially dominated in my eyes like i was like he's gonna get beat up on the feet the other guy's a black belt in jujitsu too so i was like he's not gonna be able to like get anything on him you know because he didn't look exactly like he was trying to like threaten the ground game you know so when it just happened i was like oh shit like that was actually pretty fucking dope that was good with the same thing as the lipsky thing though because the lipsky thing came out of like nowhere i was like i was like i don't really know what's going on right here (laughs) and then like the knee bar happened i was like oh Fuck, like that was crazy. But like, yeah. all right. So to go on to the next thing would be the male fighter of the year. Who do you guys have as your personal like male fighter of the year? I'll start off with uh, Alexis. Who you go first, bro? I feel like, well, the the popular vote for me is like Figueredo. But some like honor honorable mentions I want to say is like Charles and Khabib, just because Khabib like pretty much proved to everybody that he's that he was like the best. That mm. Gagey fight, like everyone thought Gagey was going to be the one to finally take down Khabib or whatever. But that's what everybody thinks when somebody comes up against Khabib and he just proves them all wrong by doing the same thing every time in every fight. And like, I smash you, brother. I and, smash you. And it was a pretty big fight for Khabib, too, just because it was the first one without his dad and like, yeah, very emotional yeah. fight, too. And to like, for it to be like, um, a fight that also he retires on was just like. I mean, that's just heavy on itself, you know? I didn't expect that to happen, like... But I get, I get what you mean on that. And then Charles just... Because uh, I think he had fought, like, twice, two, three times this year, maybe. And, like, just impressive wins twice. Like, once in, in the Brazil. The and first then, fight before COVID restrictions. And then, like, right when everything was shutting down because of COVID, he fought. And then right after that. Like, I mean, like, like the one of the last in, the, in a very, like, tough weight class, like, where there's a lot of fucking killers in this weight class, you know? Yeah. Like, and he, like, solidifies himself as, like, a top contender, like. Can you pass me another beer? That's but it's got to be Figueredo for me, like, just pretty much like what Kenny was saying earlier, like, he pretty much put the flyweights on the map, like, like, made it interesting, like, main eventing, like, yeah. two times, pretty much back-to-back, two one pay-per-views, one. like. Uh, Yeah. And, Honestly, um, I don't have much to add because I, I was going to choose the same person. Figueredo? Davidson, yeah. Maybe even Charles. But uh, I think Davidson mm-hmm. does it for me. You know, four fights yeah. in a span of... Pretty much four title fights, too. A like, year, well, in the span of a year. To be. And I was going to say six months. But so like three. His first fight was in February, technically. So. And especially for being a... You know what's funny is, like, Figueredo at the beginning... I could give a fuck about him. Yeah. I swear I could give a fuck. Like, but when he first fought Benavidez, like, I didn't know who he was. And I even disliked him a bit because he didn't make weight. I was like, bro, you're having a title Shader. fight and you're missing weight. Like, come on. Like, this. Yeah, and we're. Okay, you're Romero. Like, yeah, I was like, and this is like, like, dog, like, how are you going to do this? But then for him to go out and then knock out Benavidez and then not only to knock him out, like, there was that controversy because of headbutt and then yeah. to come back and then to fucking finish him again by like a submission and to like choke him out, put him to sleep to follow that up with some shit like against Alex Perez with him being able to like go from a tricky start in the fight 
to go into like some tricky transition to go into the finish, you know, to get that like leg or no, uh, he ended up getting a guillotine. Yeah. Like for him to go to that, it was just like very interesting. And then to have like my personal fight. Is, no, we'll get into that later. I was, yeah, I was about to say, uh, no, but yeah, uh, it was like a really good fight. Like he, he just had like a, the, probably the best year out of all of the champions, the most active and the one to create like the biggest name for himself. And like, to have people actually give a fuck about seeing his next fight. Yeah. Because every other division, I can't really think of a champion that was as active as Davison. Yeah. I th- right. I mean, it was Davison's year. It was Davison's yeah. year. I, what I don't like is that people almost give the the fight against Brandon Moreno and they think that Davison won it. Granted, he's the champion and mm. he came in the champion and walks out the champion. But that was a draw. So for what it was worth, I think... I don't. I think Davidson's the fighter of the year, but I think Holland does have some implications in in that conversation. I can see that. Yeah, like a, so because he has like argument, right? Like so. Going back to that, it's a draw only because he lost the point. Because yeah. he also, I mean, it was but, a rightfully lost point. Yeah, it but, was because honestly, I was looking back at this shit and like the eye yeah. pokes and the way, like in the moments that he did it, they were so like. So crucial, yeah. like crucial moments. Like, would he, and he was fading like, when he did the eye poke, and then he was fading him. when he did the kick, especially. You but know, had it not, but been, at the same time, had yeah. it not been for that kick, he would have, uh, he would have went exactly. ran away with the United. But also, yeah. if, like he hadn't have fought dirty, would he have still been winning the fight too? Like Moreno, like, I don't think necessarily it was dirty. Do you think it was intentional, or do you think it was yeah. just that bad of a nut shot that they had to take a no, point? I think it was intentional because yeah, I think like the ref he, had to warn him like um, a couple times. At first, I didn't think it was. It was the first shot though. No, because it was. But yeah, it, but it was it wasn't the first foul like ex- essentially you know because like the yeah, eye pokes kind of happened twice and he even uh, Brandon said that it happened three times to him and he was kind of like what the fuck the third time and then when the nut shot happened it just the moment in which it happened you know like the the like because yeah, in the Brandon moment it was just like, like I was like yeah like Brandon's picking it up and I then like it gave him it a was break so you know? bad yeah I could not see that necessarily too. because how many nut shots do we see they get away with before they even get a point yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think because it was so bad and it was so low and it it didn't. I mean, it could you could say it looked like it was intentional, mm-hmm. but I think it was just like no effort to try to um to move the shot, well, raise it or to to keep it low. Well, I think the reason why they ended up actually giving him the point and taking away because I think it's whenever someone gets a foul shot on them and they react to it negatively, like they actually like oh like it make was a noise. A, it was a fight affecting blow exactly. Cause he, cause he started to cough and be like, uh, you know, like I think that's why they took it. the point. Sure, like, yeah, cause he showed it physically for sure. Right, not because it was intentional. I think because of the blow was so bad, and it 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 was a, a fight altering blow. Yeah, but then it's like so, kind of like a little subjective too, cause it's like, like, do you personally think that he did it like uh, intentionally? You know, and like in my eyes, I kind of personally feel like he did. Well, you know, in the moment of, of the ref, he has to look at it as like, well, you know what, that was yeah. pretty pretty bad. Exactly. It didn't look like it was a skim. It didn't look like it had any kind of uh, of a direction of not hitting the target, which it hit. You get what I'm saying? So, yes. I just think of the severity of the blow is what caused the foul. You know, mm-hmm. the yeah. point. Yeah, because I like I agree with you. I don't think it was intentional, but it definitely did have a significant impact, at least from the ref's perspective in that moment. Because Brandon was folded over, yeah. and he was basically screaming, even though he wasn't. It was like the DC eye pokes, like the you Honestly, know. What I mean, I thought even the commentary they th- I, they thought that he was gonna throw up, like because he was Bro, like, gagging and shit. I was like, worried the fight was gonna be stopped. Yeah, same. 
I was like, fuck, this shit was so good. Like, no way it's going to be like a Diaz Masvidal where it's just fucking a fat or like the eye happens, you know, a doctor comes in. Yeah, and like (laughs) stops it and shit. But like, thank God they didn't stop it. Like they continued it and ended up being like And Brandon came out firing heavy too after it. You know, he came out like out the gate just like. Fuck it, you know I, I'm up yeah. by a point, it, but it got him mad. It, it seemed like it got him mad. But they finished the round nine nine. You know, all judges yeah. gave him that round. We, uh, me and him had a very interesting take on it because, like, uh, oh, my seen a lot of people say like a lot of like everybody wants that to be the immediate fight again, Moreno versus Figueroa, and like a part of me wants that, but then a part of me that like likes Brandon. Who are you gonna wants, give it to? But I'm saying, like, like just a part of me wants <laughs> yeah. to give Brandon another fight to, like, develop himself a little bit more to get there, you know? But then a part of me is like, fuck it. Like, this is his biggest chance. He's gotten that rub off a of champion, you know? So he gets the ability to, like, go back and actually show it. But, like, a, like I do think he's not at exactly his, his prime. Like, I don't think this is his peak where he's going to get at. Like, I think he still has, like, the chance to get so much better, you know? Like, going forward. Because he showed a lot, like, and especially, the, I think whenever a fighter has heart, I always think they have, like, the ability to, like, improve their skills so much more. Mm-hmm. And him being not that old, like, he's pretty fucking young, and a he full, has the heart of a young guy. A full camp, they were, that's what it was missing. You know what, you're right, because it was only, like, what, three, four weeks like that they two, got? They were both on two, a 20, weeks, huh? they were still on a, they were both on a 21-day turnaround. So, to me, I think Brandon has what it takes, he needs a full camp. Yeah, That's I his think, next uh, fight, no questions asked to me. If not, who are you going to give it to? Garbrandt? Garbrandt's never even fought at that weight class. You know? and Never it's like, made weight. And you're going to give him a, a direct fight at the title just because of his name? After I he's had troubles fucking going at 125 or 135? He No, he did, he's never had trouble making 135. He hasn't missed weight ever? Never. Never? So I just think it's disrespectful to the class that you're passing. I mean, if you look at the weight class, it's not really like doesn't have a ton of contenders but right you now. give give him at least a fight you know give him a, a top uh three guy top five guy at the minimum you know but you want to give him straight to the title that I just think is disrespectful so that being said I think it's if they don't want to give figgy and and Brando uh, Brandon another shot I think it should be uh Brandon versus Garbrandt you know and then fuck it that's your first fight at that weight class mm. you're fighting the number one contender to see if you even deserve a fight uh, a title shot Let's see if you can make 125. Fuck it. If you make 126, fuck it. We'll give you another shot. If you win, boom, title shot. But if you lose, you know, I just I just don't think Brandon should be passed over like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just being of the showing. Uh, they were both robbed of a, of a full camp. So I think with both fighters having a full camp with the rematch, yeah, it's going to sell. And they're going to come even at better than what they showed. I can see that. If that was already a fight of the, of the year contender, I think with a full camp, it's going to be someone's going to get finished. I think. All right. No. But, but but that also comes from me me and Gio being like a fanboy for Brandon. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> all right, like I, I want, wanted Brandon yeah, to win so like, bad. Don't yeah. get me wrong, bro. Like, I just want him to get better, bro. Like, yeah. I want him to like, oh, because yeah, yeah, like because because seems like a finished product. You know what I mean? Like, he seems like he's done developing. No? You think he has more room to grow still? Is he striking? Sa- oh, my fault, bro. Because he's just he's so good. Smoke. Like, he, his we don't striking, have friends that don't smoke, bro. Everybody so smokes good. around here. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I've, I feel like Brent, um, 
they're both not finished products yet. They're still so young. <laughs> How crazy. old is fucking Figueroa? Because he just Brandon's like only the like 27, guy. 28. Yeah, he's fucking he's young. young. Figgy's like 28, 28, 20, like 20, maybe even younger. No, he's definitely not that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not that Someone Google this. Can you Google let's, Davis let's, let's He's like 27. Age. He's no older than 30. Are you serious? I think he's like 32. Right. In my eyes, his face, he just looks 31, 32. He's done a little corte de pelos, a little make sushi, you know what I'm saying? Hey, he's, little, 30, he's 33, yeah. 33, yeah. 33 bro. Yeah. No shit. He's, wow. he's like closer to, oh, maybe he's not finished, but he's definitely closer to being finished than Brandon. More so than Brandon product, Moreno yeah. is older. He <laughs> yeah, has Brandon seen. Moreno's 27. Oh shit! Seven. Okay. You okay. Live. So it's a. <laughs> so I was close. It's a what? A, a six-year difference. Yeah. Hmm. How does that feel? I think Brandon. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta for sure, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon striking for sure needs a little more work. Mm-hmm. Um, Even his BJJ, because I mean, figured either when 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 he was scrambling. I mean, that's the thing, though. But when Brandon took him down, he didn't do anything nah. with any of he the He didn't positions. transition. He didn't. He got up right away. But maybe, like, Figueredo's he, that hard to keep down. He though. took his back, and at one point, I was like, oh, he's going to he's gonna try to, like, you know, backpack him and but, throw in the hooks. Mm, nope. Hey, but at the same time, I at feel all. like Figueredo's a very, like, just the transitions he does. Like, with Alex Perez, like, how he went from being up top to, like, going for his ankle really quick out of nowhere. Like, it was just so random. Like, and the transition was, like, so smooth that I feel like Figueredo's high level. Like, he knows his shit. Like, oh, yeah. He's you know? Big. They're they're born rolling on a, on a, on a mat <laughs> yeah, with yeah. a gi on. They, you know they're saying? born with gis on. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <sighs> so... <laughs> Other than him being our fighter of the year, it's going to uh, what KO of the year? It's um, what's yeah. next? Fight of the year or KO of the year? Fight of the year, I think it's. Wait, we already said that, right? I th- no. Yeah, this is oh, it right no, now. No, the fight of the year, not. No, so yeah, I'm let's, let's do KO saying. of the year because I think that oh, okay, one, okay. that okay. one's a little bit more. Anime. Like cut and dry. I think yeah, we all know. Yeah. We all know who got it right. Who you think God. Buckley is really gonna run away with it? Because I is that the first one that's on, is in that my right? head, bro. Like. What the fuck else? Like yeah. that was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, when I seen spinning, it, bro. When I when I seen it, I was like, "What the fuck that happened?" Like, I think because it's so unique. Yeah, yeah. You there's, know, like it was so. There's deep. no way that in like the next five years somebody does that. that yeah. yeah, it's not gonna happen. Again. And then not just that, like, Kasanga and I went. Like you need the reaction. <laughs> like, too. Turned like, off. Yeah, here, here, you here. need like <laughs> you need that because if you don't have like. Someone falling so devastatingly. The it's power like, off windows button. Yeah, it's yeah. like, did it hit properly? You know, like, did it hit correctly? But he just, like, completely, like, power windows, like, doom, doom, doom. Like, <laughs> like, turned off, bro. It was, it was, it was something Let, else. Let's give at least an honorable, Some, honorable, yeah, mention, honorable mention. Yeah, I want to give uh, one to Kevin Holland against Chakri, like, off his back. Yeah. That shit was, Fuck, dude, that was... Like, that's like still usually when someone's yeah. off their back and they get KOs, it's like an up kick or something, you know. But he like just threw a punch, like yes, off a long back. ass yeah. punch, bro. Lanky ass arm, but it connected flush. Yeah. <laughs> Another one I, I liked was a uh, Darush. Darush when he got that spinning back fist uh, KO. On, oh yeah, on Holtzman. That one was a pretty good yeah. one that I liked too. Oh, he fucking did. didn't Scott Holtzman throw one at the same time. He threw one like no, right before. He threw one right before. The I first think. one, like right yeah. before, like right before, and then he and did he his missed, own, and, and then, then he did his own. Yeah. Oh wow! Because I was like, I remember there was someone that did like some I'm shit sorry. like that, like right after. Yeah. yeah wow. Let, let me give you guys a ones, few so we can just temporarily reminisce. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like it. this. Yeah. I love, yeah. love knockouts. Yeah. When Chemayev knocked yeah, out, that was a great one. Oh my! I'm fully, oh, I'm fully Gerald. Yeah. And he, bro, Gerald just looked at him the whole time, like. 
yeah, and just got hit, and like, and just bro, got hit with the right hand and sleep <laughs> done, yeah, just I'm, like I'm crumbling. Aboard okay. that Jemaya hype train. Right All right, now. and then we have to. If you're gonna do this, we have to go to the Charzino versus Engano one. Because just yeah. the way that Nganu, like we talked about it earlier, but still, Nganu literally walked him down after the first exchange. Like, yeah. he kicked him in the leg twice and was like, all right, fuck this shit. Bah, 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 you know? The even about, uh, Chaos Williams, too, right before the Perrier fight. I can't remember. Against just, Abdul. Like, one punch. Abdul, yeah, Razak al One punch knockout just swept him off his feet. Like, oh, God. My God. Okay, this one, I, I think a lot of people forgot, but the, the spinning... Head kick that Corey Sanhagen did on Marlon. Marlon. Oh, that yeah, spinning that was wheel kick. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was nice. That was nice. That was nice. All right. You. So this one is mostly for the moment when Connor head kicked Cowboy. Yeah. So yeah, nobody saw that coming. Okay. And then to head kick Cowboy. Yeah. Head kicks everybody. And you have you seen the slow mo <laughs> video? Like the slow mo video that there's like a the slow mo and you get to see like because at first I thought like. You know when you kind of see a fight and it happens and you're like, how didn't you see this, bro? Like, it was so obvious that he was going to do this right back to you or he was going to hit <laughs> you with this, you know? And, like, the way Connor did everything, like, in the slow-mo video was just so clean. Like, he literally just blocked the kick real quick. Boom. And was like, like, who's going to expect the head kick right back? Like, I feel like that's not so common, you know? When you're striking with someone, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to throw the exact same strike I just threw, you know? And then he ends up landing this shit, like, pretty clean on his fucking head and then to follow it up with like a couple clean strikes it was sensational sensational even o'malley's <laughs> o'malley's knockout against wyland that was Wyland. a good one too that was the same thing where it was like he he did the or, little flinch yeah. got his got, got him to put his guard down and then knocked him out even if that, he that same card too cody's against uh asunca or asunca oh, so, so who do you guys think was a better knockout of the two was it a asunca or the o'malley one because in my head i was like the O'Malley was a little bit cleaner, like more technique wise, but then at the same time, just like devastating wise. Cody just ran right at the buzzer, like right at the buzzer too. Like, yeah. And it was a buzzer beater. Quite personally, knockout of the year for me it would be uh, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. I thought that was one of the <laughs> best knockouts pretty, of the that year. Was a pretty that was good knockout. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pretty much made him do that Manny Pacquiao shit. When he was <laughs> you know which was, was a pretty oh. damn good knockout was Yuri Prohaska's oh, debut against Ozdemir. Yeah, against Ozdemir. Flatline that man. Flatline that man. After fighting like a complete weirdo the whole fight, like yeah, super just like <laughs> lanky, loopy punches, Awkward. getting the, hit, getting the beat much. Up. He's a much better Johnny Walker, honestly. Like yeah. in my eyes, like a complete Johnny Walker, like someone that could actually like put it together and shit, not just be too out the pocket, you know? Because he was throwing some ridiculous shit that fight, and then he ended up like landing that last shot, that right overhand, that was just like. The money that put Uzdemir to sleep, like, and honestly, I thought that he was gonna do good that fight. I was like, he's gonna beat Jerry, like, like fuck this guy coming in, like, who the fuck is he, like, you know, who had else? him rock with a head kick and had him just like. Um, you know, I was about to say, there's this guy that's done. for the flyweights that just came in, cause you know how they had fucking, um, for example, like for the 155 they had Michael Chandler. Come in and be like a step in, like or not a step in, but like more like a substitution in case of anything happened. They had the same thing for the Brandon Moreno versus uh, Figueroa fight. It was Manel Cape, the guy that's coming off that other promotion. He was like yeah. a champion and stuff. Like I think he's gonna fight Pantoja pretty soon, right? Like, what do you guys think about like them having people that come from like a different promotion into the UFC, like as I guess a champion or just being a high level person and then putting them as like a substitution for the title fight. Do you give a fuck or is it more like 
Fuck well, it. If this fight's in, not going to happen. He was in a sub for the title fight, was he? He was. Manel Cage? He was. Yeah, he was. He made weight and everything for the wow. Moreno fight. I it's because he was supposed to fight someone originally, and then, like, I think it, like... I think if you're coming over as a champ, you know, you're you're already carrying over... Like, he was a rising champ. It wasn't no, like, bullshit p- promotion. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, he's yeah, he's a... Um, what, what's the one that all the, the, the regional guys come from? Um, LFA or RFA LFA. or all those shit. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't that. Yeah. It was rising. Like, you're, you're a... It's like Japanese. Is it Japanese? I could have sworn Ryzen's Japanese. Yeah. I Singapore? think it's Japanese. Oh, Singapore is like. Oh, that's one. One championship Singapore. Ryzen. It's not Japanese. It might be European. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's a big it's a big promotion yes. out there in, of course. in that area in the Absolutely. countries. And so I think same thing with Yuri. He was a, a, a Ryzen champ. So he came over and got a, a top ranked guy. And clean this clock, and then, you know what I'm saying? They're showing, okay, this guy's quality. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, I'm not mad at it, especially with the 125 division. They don't have a lot of guys that's like, no, this guy has to get a title shot. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, it's th- even off the top of my head, like, after Moreno and uh, Garbrandt's, like, the next person up after Moreno. Like, I, I, other than that, I really can't think of anybody at 125 that would deserve it other than, like, Askar Askarov. Yeah, they they're not. They need they need a. Then they just cut a bunch of one twenty fivers too, which is a weird part. But they need a refreshing up that division. Maybe if maybe they'll do the Ultimate Fighter and they'll do the one twenty five pound again. I wonder what's gonna happen. Me and Alex were talking about this earlier. Who you guys think would be the coaches? Because I was like, if he if they do make the Izzy versus Jan fight, I could see that completely happening. You know, or even like. He was like, imagine fucking Connor and Poye were the the ones that were actually like the coaches for the fights, and then they ended up like releasing it in January. Like in my head, I was like, imagine they ended up releasing it in January, and they've been recording it's this whole filmed. fucking time. Yeah, it's already filmed and shit. Ah, oh, it's Con- <laughs> Connor and Poye. <laughs> That'd be. But crazy. we don't need more lightweights. What we what they need is uh, flyweights. middleweights and flyweights. Mm-hmm. So Some competition for Izzy and then maybe like, light uh, heavyweights, if anything. Yeah, and like. But middleweights for sure. Yeah. And a Yawn and Izzy one would, wouldn't be bad. But I was like, Yawn won't really carry this shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not in love with that fight either. I don't. Yeah. I don't care to entertain that idea. Yeah. I would have rather seen Glover get his, his same, time in the- same. Yeah, over Yawn and Izzy. It's like yeah. well, the yeah. thing is, it's that, that Izzy needs to stay like at 185, dude. He can barely make. He weighs in 183, 182 and a half, 184. Like, dude's not a, a, a 185er. I'd be. Uh, very surprised if he goes up to 205 and actually like beats Yon and like because like after that I feel like it'll be like the like even though he has a skill to outpace people and like just outskill them you know like in the way he does at 185 once he goes to 205 I feel like it'll be that factor of can he get hit with that big shot like the way he got hit against like Alex Pajeda and shit like that you know like Someone that can actually, like, knock him the fuck out and has the power to knock him out and, like, can land a big strike. I feel like at 205, it's way more way more of a danger than if he was to be at 185. Yeah. Yeah. So, if we're going to go into... We were on KO of the year. I think we should go back on track. Yeah, okay. I I, I completely (laughs) forgot. All right. So, if you were to be KO of the year, quite personally, I I mean, Buckley is just, like, that shit was just so unique. Do you have, like, any other uh, people that you would say? Like... Uh, I think Garbrandt. 
the his against the Sun Sal. Yeah, I mean, great knockout. I yeah. think I, aesthetically Buckley. Buckley, but I think what meant more was Garbrandt because him coming back. Like I think I, even Jan against Reyes had a pretty good knockout. I can't remember if that. It was a punch where he was stumbling. Young against Reyes and Young against Anderson. Oh, the Anderson one. He flatlined Anderson. He just like made him like. like, And Anderson came out like pretty fucking brave in that fight. Folded him. I thought Anderson was going to win that fight too. Honestly, I was like, I was personally, that was an upset to me. I was like, oh shit. They got cut. Yeah. And then I thought (laughs) John was going to fucking fight Jan. I was like, John versus Jan. That's like the fight coming up. And then fucking (laughs) John ends up going up and shit like. That was pretty unexpected to me this year. Um, last thing would be f- what fight of the year. Fight of the yeah. year. Of what do you guys think of John Jones at heavyweight? He's, uh, he's been looking pretty nice, fuck. like in like some of the videos we've posted. Like, I think that it's been he, it's been the conversation of like John at a uh, John at heavyweight has been around for so long. I'm forever. just tired of it. I know. I just, if you want, if you're gonna be in heavyweight, just fight someone. Already. Just do it then, bro. Because <laughs> I'm overhearing about, oh, this guy's gonna be the best heavyweight. Like, yeah. okay, if it's true, then go fight in heavyweight. Because it's been a year already for him, like saying that he's gonna fight at heavyweight in the next few months, and we just haven't heard anything after that. So, Miocic knee after Miocic defends or fights Nganu. We need something else fresh in that division. Why not fight Curtis Blades, earn your number one contender title fight for the winner of Nganu and Miocic, mm-hmm. and then I'll be excited for it. But until then, I got to see it to believe it. Even then, like, like I haven't seen fucking Nganu grow at all. Like, I've just seen, like, him knock <laughs> yeah, out people and put him to sleep. Like, year, pretty much like <clears throat> it, when the fuck would Rosenstrike even ever attempt to take him down? Like, a fucking steep at wood when he's... Like rushing towards him like that, he would never like. All right, let's go into the fight of the year. Fight of the year, that one's a tough one. I mean, I have two in my mind that I'm going back and forth between, you know, and like it's gonna be the Brandon Marino versus uh Figueredo or the Juana versus Whaley. In my head, like because it's fresh, I think that's why I think Brandon Marino and Figgy right now. But then at the same time, like just the fight itself, like. The way it fucking led me up and had me so hyped, the Yoana versus Wei Li one, just like it just was so hype. And then, like the fight after that, kind of brought my high down so much, you know, because it was Izzy and fucking Romero. I was just like, oh, like everybody was just like, what the fuck? I don't even think we really paid attention to the it that vibe much, in the you know? room was just like died, died completely. We're like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like I mean, just... going off of that, for me, Wei Li Zhang, Joanna. That one's in there. Yep, number one. But it has to be yeah. Hooker and Poirier. Oh, and, that's in yours? There too. Yeah. I, oh, that's I mean, to be in there as well. Be yeah, one of for those sure. Because I think the the flyweight, the flyweight um, championship fight was good, but the fifth round was trash. Yeah. Whereas like the Hooker yeah. and Poirier one, that one was good all five rounds, and it was back and forth all five rounds. Especially because Hooker was, or Poirier was on his way back in the last three rounds, you know? Because yeah. like the first two rounds were like, very hooker heavy, you know, like it just seemed like he was gonna f- come out with the win, you know, and then fucking Poirier just nah, fuck that. The experience was just too much for for hooker. Yeah, yeah um, I'm going Zhang, and I don't think uh, any other fights close to it because it didn't have, and no other fight had the 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 mystery, the the the, the you didn't have, you were going into the fifth round. Like, oh, fuck, who's winning this fight? Like, 
Yeah. Like, nobody knew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even I was like, fuck, I don't know. Like no other fight to me, I think, has left me like, oh shit, you know, this is anyone's fight because oh, I can see them winning this round. Oh, I can see them winning that round. Whereas like like Figueredo and Brandon, like it had me that way, but in like like you said, in the fifth round, it just looked so lazy. Like they were both so tired, mm-hmm. keeping that high pace. Um, Brandon Moreno just looked like he was just trying to survive, and yeah. he and skate to a win rather than to to Go show like, yeah, you know, I fucking won this fight. You know, it sucks because he said he had like injured his arm and shit, like his shoulder or whatever, and like you could see the. The, the like sudden change from the fourth round to the fifth where he just like his output just went completely down. Those dudes were battering each other, you mm-hmm. know, so. But I think overall, I think Zhang just takes the cake because, yeah. uh, I mean, that fight, like like we had all of us literally, oh, yeah, oh, oh shit, oh, you know, so like, Fuck. and then going into the fifth round, even going into the decision, we, we had no idea who won the fight, you know, yeah. or like, I mean, I think it came down what to a split decision, split. right, or. So um, even then it was like shit, dude. That that left us like, damn. If this was the main event, hell yeah, we were sailing off into the night. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But it sadly the night mm-hmm. ended with Yoel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if I could say um, if honorable mention for me, because like if you're kind of going off that like the <clears throat> going into like the final round, not knowing who the fuck won, like being kind of like. Like what the fuck the Alexander versus um, Max rematch like the number yeah. two I thought that was so close because in my eyes yeah. I personally thought Max won like even John McCarthy fucking the guy that made the rules thought he won you know and like I could see definitely uh, the Volkanovski like why he won or Are shit like that you know yeah exactly because the, the two fights were so close the second being more close than the first fight like the first fight was like I like I seen it. And then I still saw, like, Volkanovski winning, you know, just, like, in my eyes. But this time I thought Max genuinely won. Kind of, like, the same thing as the Yoana thing. But, like, um, yeah, I think that could be, like, an honorable mention right there for sure. Shane Burroughs. Yeah, because... Oh, Shane Burroughs versus uh, Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett I, but I feel, you know, touching on the... I feel like we, we touched on it pretty heavy a yeah. while back. But Max and Volk, I think the first two rounds... It was max heavy, heavy. You know, I don't. I, you can't necessarily give one of those a ten eight because it wasn't that dominant of a round. Like he knocked them down, but they but weren't. It, it was like they a flash. They weren't yeah. scored knockdowns. You know, uh, I mean, in the rules of boxing, it would have been, but you know, and in, in terms of the MMA world, you know, they weren't actually knockdowns. You know, and Volk just adjusted the last three rounds mm-hmm. and, and kind of skated, not skated, but like. Secured a win, you yeah. know, whereas, you know, uh, Wei Li and, and Zhang, it was like, okay, one and one, and then, or it could have been, oh, two and one and, mm. and one, or, you know, how, however, but I don't know, I think that more had more entertainment than, than it was like back and forth rather than Volk yeah. and Max, you know, the, yeah, with the, it, the first, the, the first two rounds was Max heavy, third round was like kind of back and forth. With Volk taking it, and yeah. then the last two rounds was Volk. You know, it was like so. a sway of the tide, kind right. of right. It was never like a oh oh this oh, whole time, I, like yeah. a momentum shift back and forth, back and forth. You know, other than Zang, at least I never got that feeling from any other fight other than that Zang and and Joanna. No, I could, yeah. I, I see that. I mean, especially just like with the devastation you've seen, like visually with her fucking forehead, like that just made me be like so much more on the edge of my seat. Like, holy shit, 
She's getting that shit like right on her forehead, right and on that shit. She's out here looking like Roger from fucking American Dad. You know? And it's like <laughs> growing, like she's telling lies, like Pinocchio or some shit. Like it's just like boom, boom, boom. Like yeah, every time she would get hit, bro, too, like, like it was just too, too fucking much brain blast. Like, you know, I, I think swear she's to God, about to have an idea. Like at the end of it, I, f- I f- she looked like we're an all alien. shitting on Joanna right now, but she is the toughest she's one. She's a G, bro. She's a G. Like I'm just like she's like honestly. I, like I said, I thought she won. Like, even for her to, like, go through all that, like, how many fucking girls will have that shit on their head and, like, keep fucking going out and, so like, tough. putting a war? Like, yeah, no one really does that. You know what I mean? Fight of the year. Fight yeah, of the year. Fight yeah. of the year. Yeah, I think fight of the year, too. Yeah. Fuck. Well, fucking with that, I'll just say this year was, like, a sick-ass year and, like... I'm very, very excited for the matchups they have coming up next year. Like, Ooh. I mean, they're starting off with Honor fucking. Hold on, can we get some quick predictions real quick for the next three fights? We got the three main events. I just want to get your guys' quick prediction. If I can get a word for, um, let's start with Max versus Cater. Cater, uh, I want Max. 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 I think Max. I think just the boxing. I think he'll be able to like move around a little bit more than Cater's just like strict boxing style. You know. Yeah, and I, I feel like Max is used to getting into those like like close boxing wars too. Maybe because so like we've seen so I much. Think of this Max. will be the first fight that Max get knocks knocks down. <sighs> if or if, he got knocked down in the um Connor Poirier. fight, huh? No, he got knocked down in the Poirier fight mm-hmm. twice. Oh, yeah, but that's when he was class, uh, yeah he was know. fucked up in that fight. If uh if Max, I will say if Cater can beat Max, I will give Cater so much more credit. Like like I right now I've. I view Cater as a good contender and, like, someone that's good, but I don't see him as, like, a elite fighter. He hasn't taken that next step. Yeah, like, because even when he fought, like, uh, Zabit, I thought he was really good, but he put it on too late, and it was when, he like, Zabit was tired, you know? And, like, I see him sick up there, but he just, like, needs to, like, like a Cheeto, like, he needs to pass that threshold, you know? I want Max to win, but I think yeah. something's telling me Cater. That'd be sick if he Max does. Max is really good Max at Max is still young. Rain. Yeah, and, it's crazy. And my mentality is, like, you know what? Out with, the out old. with the old, yeah. But it's because he has so much damage. Yeah, he has. He's young, but he has the damage of a of a. He's same thing. The damage of a a Jose. He's been fighting so long in the beginning in those those wars, and he's so good that it's like a detriment to him. He's just fucking like a. It's just, a curse of his goodness. He's you just know? the Hawaiian. <laughs> <That's tough> seriously, <laughs> like because he's fight only kill. He fucking fought Connor when Connor was like on his rise up right before uh, Poye. It's just that Hawaiian toughness, you know. And I think it's gonna catch up to him. And I think this is that fight. He's really mm. technical, though. I think you often or people often attribute like Max to being just like this tough Hawaiian yeah. boxer, but he's actually super, super, super technical. Yeah. I could see that. Honestly, like he does have like the ability to like, I mean, just, I thought the way he kind of even made it a competition against Volkanovsky this time was like so much better than the way he performed yeah. even the first time. Cause he was able to like, I f- completely switch up his style from like yeah. the way he fought before Volk to this so time. Too. And Volk is like, bro, he's so good. He's for a, basically a point fighter. At this almost point. like an Izzy, like a small, petite version, thicker version of Izzy. You know what I mean? Like he's just so good. So to see like Max come out, if if like I said, Cater can win, I'd be fucking so surprised. Like I'd be top down. And then uh, let's go to the next fight, which would be Chimaya versus Edwards. I personally yeah, got Chimaya. Edwards. Oh, that's Chimaya hype that's actually here. oh, it is booked. It's uh, Wednesday, I yeah. think. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like Chimaya Monday, Wednesday, and then yeah, Saturday. I got Chimaev. Yeah, I'm on the I Chimaya think my early tree. prediction earlier in the year was Chimaev. Mm. 
Staying with it. Hell I'm yeah. on the train, bro, until yeah. he rolls off the fucking track. <laughs> to try. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that. just like O'Malley. I'm like, I'm still on board, but it's like, uh, I don't can know. Can I get my money back for yeah, this ticket? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel that. Um, yeah, I'm on board. I'll, I'll, yeah. take the, I'll take the safe pick. I think Leon is the safe pick because you yeah. know exactly where you're gonna get out of Leon. Leon's really, really good. Chemayev is all could be. I feel like, like we know where we're gonna get out of Chemayev. Just smash. We hope. Smash. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think we we seen him grapple heavy, and we seen him just strike. So, I think we know what if. I think he's gonna go out there and strike. Obviously, every all all fights start on the feet. Yeah. yeah. You know? I, I'm not I'm not confident about this pick at all. But I think Leon's <laughs> a safe pick here. Yeah. Okay. In my eyes, personally, I just think that like Leon has been tested. Like even when he fought Usman, was yeah. just like such a big test with his wrestling because. I thought he was winning on the feet with Usman, but then at the same time, like when it came to that heavy, heavy wrestling, I thought that like I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like Usman has that clear advantage. He was a guy that was gonna be in the Olympics, you know, like was a trial guy. And then uh, when you got like Chimaev, as far as the UFC goes, I don't know when when I seen him fight outside of the UFC when he had like the trouble with that guy that I was telling you with his like. Uh, takedown defense because the other guy was like a sambo wrestler so he kind of like knew what the fuck was going on and like wrestling takedowns and like edwards has gotten so much better with his takedown defense i feel and like he knows that his prime is to be on his feet you know and he has the ability to like mix his game up you know and he's been advancing so much since that uzman fight he's been on this fucking streak so if she might have like again like that's like another caterer versus a max thing like it's a guy that's been tested in the UFC, kind of proven. And then there's this guy coming up. Like, if if uh, Chimaev can win, I'd be very, very impressed. I'd be very impressed. <laughs> so Honestly, because I'm going for Leon, clearly. Like, in my eyes, it's a clear, like, Leon's going to win. Like It's, ha- it's a know? safe pick right there. At first, I was like, oh, no, Chimaev can win. But then I'm like, Chimaev fought Reese McKee, and he fought fucking John Phillips. John Phillips has he got taken down the most times. It was a record in the UFC. The next guy that fought him, you know what I'm saying? Like it was a record. Like literally, he took him down like twenty something times in the What's fight. What's Leon's best win? Leon's best win. You RDA? see, that's the thing. Yeah, RDA I, would be his best win. And can you tell me a significant thing about that fight? But who the fuck is Chimaev won? He's beat. He's beat some names though. But who? Leon Edwards. Mirshart. Edwards. He's not. He's not somebody like. Oh my God, Mirshart's a killer. But he's he stepped up the competition and nailed. I thought Mirshart got beat by Heinish. Yeah, but did he get finished? Yeah. Oh yeah, he got knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) But I just seen. I just seen another. It's because I seen a knockout by Mirshart the other day, and I was like, Mirshart's so trash. Point is, you know, Leon's. Best win is against RDA, and all he did was hold him. And he he's a weight. Him. He wrestled he's him bigger. down. Yeah, he's bigger. so did Kobe and Usman. They're weight class. Yeah, that's true. They that's different true. weight classes. But that's true. So did Kobe and Usman. They, they all they did was wrestle him down and kind of like smother and beat him. Weight classes. Weight classes exactly. But it's like I understand. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's hard MMA math. This is MMA. Leon math. took <laughs> Gunnar Nelson's back. That's he impressive. Did. True. But Gunnar Nelson is Goonie. 
Hey, he was, Gunner he was now good seems like point, bro. a BJJ specialist. Yeah, but I mean, is he ranked still? Because no, his striking not anymore. Trash. Yeah, his, stri- <laughs> his striking's trash. He has that Connor stance, but not the Connor speed. He has like Chamayev gang, bro. He's like a downgrade. <laughs> I'm on that train too. I'm just saying, Leon. Oh, if he can, I'll be Leon so is not as good as he thinks he is. And why do you think he doesn't have any fans? Because he's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's good I, enough to get wins. You can't say that, though. You got two pieces in the soda. He has, like, 12, story. like, 10 wins in a row right here. Like, some shit. Like, Leon's eight. extremely underrated. He has eight. Come on, wins. he has 15 wins in a row at least, right? Like, 45? I think it's, like, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Leon Edwards doesn't have fans for a reason. Yeah, Dry-ass fucking personality. And his fighting style is just safe. <laughs> It it's not. That's what wins fights. It's <laughs> just safe. It's point. When fighting. you when you get have a guy who the guys that put the pressure on him, we've seen that. And Usman. who who's the last person to put pressure on him? But that's Usman. It. That's the only person I can think of. And Shemaev's at that level. Don't, we you. don't know that yet. Though. We're gonna see that shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> if if Chimaev can go out there and put on a performance like Usman would against Edwards. Then I'd be like, Anaconda all right, fucking Darst- I think yeah. I think this would be the moment where I decide if I'm hopping on the train completely. Nah, if I'm going to pack all my bags late. at that point, the bandwagon's oh. going to be full. The doors are going to be it's closed okay. and Gio can't join. Hey, <laughs> you ever see those Indian trains where like people are hanging off the side of it? Nah, I'll be bro, like me. I'll be like, no railing. This is 2020 Ooh. train where it's like a bullet. It's like Metrolink. It's just fucking, you know. It's okay. I'll be like, I'll be waving off to them like, damn, that shit was sick. But be, I seen it from the outside. The, yeah, you'll be enjoying from the outside <laughs> yeah. where all the rest of us were but like, see? Seriously, though, because like, she might have, like, if you, like I said, if he can fucking be Edwards, I'll be like, like completely on train. It was like a like a Connor test, you know, where I wouldn't say Connor really got tested, but to me it was like Aldo was like maybe his like real real test. Like, are you a real motherfucker? Or are you gonna be like someone that just gets to the belt, gets smacked up, and goes? You know. But then he ended up coming out with that like thirteen second knockout and shit against Aldo, a legend and shit. So if Chimaev can do anything close to that fucking dominate Edwards if he dominated Edwards picks him up take him oh, to his bro. corner and like if it's like a like the way yeah him. like a, the, way, the way Usman I'm, got dominated by fuck or sorry Woodley got dominated by Usman I'd be like holy shit he's gonna rear naked choke him or he's gonna darse him <laughs> I'm telling you right now rear naked choke or a darse I'm telling you right now oh shit well fuck okay. I think that Connor Poirier is so next Connor and Poirier I think I got Connor um, but I want Poirier to win. Same, yeah. same exactly. You want Con- Poirier to win, yeah? I got yeah, Connor I and I want Connor to win. Yeah, I got Connor and I want Connor to win. Actually, no, I'm on their side. I'm like <laughs> Connor and Connor. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm all trained ahead because yeah. it's like Connor's on his. I like Connor. I've back. never even his like antics has never swayed me away from his from his fighting style or his. The fact that he's a hell of a fighter. When he punched that old guy, I doubted him for a while. I was like, fuck when him. He, guy. Was like a baby. So wild, he was fucked up too. He was just wilding, bro. There's been plenty of... Uh, he was for sure off the been, yay. You know, there's Dennis Rodman's of the world. There's fucking, you know what I'm saying, OJ Simpson. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta do some bad shit sometimes to realize, oh, fuck, you know, I need to calm down. I need <laughs> to chill out. Go back to what I'm good at. I need so, to post up. Um, Connor... I mean, he's just that it was a generational talent that should have just stayed on the straight and fucking narrow. <laughs> narrow. And we would have been talking about him like as the greatest, you know, I mean, until, of, of course, he ran to Habib. But. 
<laughs> that's another podcast. But Connor's my pick. Mm. I want I want Poirier to win just because I like Poirier. Connor? I said Connor too. He's a good Connor, man. did you pick Poirier? I, honestly, you know what sucks too is like we've seen Poirier grow so much and get so much better, but at the same time, like Connor's been getting better at the same rate too. Like he's just been getting better. He's so even young. Though, yeah, don't even, forget he's only thirty-one years old. Even though he's or he like, just turned thirty, I think, or thirty-one. I'll just say if he just turned thirty, that's crazy. He's he's young, dude, young as shit, and I think he's gonna be champ again. He really reached like a a high level at the time, bro. If if Khabib's not coming back, he's for sure gonna be champ in mm-hmm. my eyes. Yep. He's gonna be for sure champ. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, fuck. Thank you guys for being on this episode. This shit was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. So I, I'd be hyped <laughs> to do this next year. Fucking. Yeah, we got these three cards coming up next, what, like two, three weeks until they come back around. It's too long. It feels so weird. Huh? Like the la- this week is going to be no UFC. Well, it's last week that just happened. Nothing happened, which was weird as fuck. Next week coming up, weird as fuck again. And then it's like two more weeks, right? Pretty much two more weeks until something happens. Coming back with a bang. Yeah. A whole week of fucking action that's going to be dope. Dude, I can't, I can't wait for the rest of the year. It's going to be that tight. Two, three weeks. We got fights again. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys for being on. If you guys uh, want to shout anything out, plug your Instagram, your Twitter, anything, Alexis. Alexis at um, AlexisTexas on XNXX.com or <laughs> Pornhub.com. Uh, cheeks for days. Uh, <laughs> biggest booty in the West. Just make Alexis, sure you Texas. Pay. Don't go to those free websites. Yeah. Or- you want to I- follow his Instagram? It's Macho Man Randy Savage. Who yeah. Uh, um, that's what it is. <laughs> you can follow me at Mr. Kenny with two Y's <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter. I'm not on TikTok because fuck TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're controlled by the Chinese government. Yeah. And I don't agree with the Chinese <laughs> government. <laughs> what about you, Richard? Um, follow me on Instagram at Hi, I'm Richie Rich. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah, my boy sells uh, artificial intelligence. He also uh, makes. Um, Money off the stock market if you want to learn off that shit. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Peace out, you guys. I'm fucking Geo. My shit's Indigo Geo. Go follow the Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube, Apple, Spotify, whatever the fuck you listen to. And we out. Catch you guys next week. Peace out, dude. Thank you. Yes.